Praise the Lord, church. Amen. What an exciting week we've been having. Um, we've been hearing sermons and lessons every night at 7. And um, I've really been enjoying every sermon. What's nice is going back and re-listening to them because it's a little difficult with kids running around. Um, and what's been amazing is the phone conferences, being able to talk to our small groups, connecting with people that way. It's been it's been phenomenal. Uh, our attendance has been sky you know sky high. We've we've been doing great things. Um, and thank you for being so patient, trying to navigate this uh, unprecedented time. And we've been doing so well. We've been doing so well. We've really been ahead of the curve. Looking forward to April um, and being able to be with you all virtually and over the phone. I do want to um, show you that I have this bookcase as well behind me. Um, this is only one-fifth of my books. Uh, I'm really smart. And I want to demonstrate um, how smart I am. The question is, have I read these books? No. I like to buy them so that way I can demonstrate how smart I am. But I haven't read them. I'm joking. I have read some of them. But, but uh, I thought it would be kind of a nice little little uh, little look, the professorial look here with the, with the bookcase behind. But I do want to pray before we start our lesson. Uh, Jesus, we love you. We worship you. Lord, you are our provider, our healer. In this uncertain time, watch over us. Be with us, Lord. We pray for our high-risk brothers and sisters. Watch over them, protect their immune systems. We pray for those who have lost their jobs. Pray, God, that you watch over them. Provide for them, Jesus. You are a provider. We also pray, Lord, for those who are afraid, God, of their health, that you, Jesus, demonstrate you're a healer. Watch over them, Jesus. Be with us. Walk with us. We trust you. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. I want to start with a... a a personal story of my dad. Uh, most of you know that I am Iranian, born in the country of Iran, who happens right now to be at the epicenter of COVID-19. But back, back in the 50s, uh, there was a great outbreak of um, influenza in the particular region where my dad was from. And he had some type of an exposure where they felt that he had to be quarantined in a camp. And so what the government did at the time is they put everybody in a camp uh, that were um, exposed or who had the disease so that way they could work it out of their system and they can go right back into the, uh, the healthy population. My dad tells me, he was by himself by the way, this is, he's probably about six. And my, uh, my grandparents, uh, his parents were not with him. So he had to be by himself. And they established tents where... Uh, beds were next side to side one another, like kind of military tents. And uh, they separated the men from the women. So the men were on one side and the women were on the other side, uh, having their own tents outside of the camp. And my dad, uh, he actually stayed with an older man. So he, he, uh, he put his, uh, his bed and next to him was this um, older man that he actually kind of grown fond of uh, over this two weeks. Um, he you know, struck up conversations. Uh, they enjoy spending time with, with each other. And my grandmother um, would come and drop off food to him. 
And so he would, of course, take his food and he'd go back and eat as he was quarantined. Uh, my dad told me my grandmother was just devastated because, like, what is his, what is her little boy doing in this camp? I, you know, it was just such a such a crazy time. Uh, of course, now it seems pretty. There's a lot of parallelism there, but, but he so he would he would you know t spend time with this older gentleman. He would kind of run around the camps. I mean, he had no idea what was going on. I mean, he's six, but he the elder gentleman that stayed with him. One night he had a he had a bowl of rice and he was finishing it up and he just couldn't finish it all. He just wasn't feeling well, and so he asked my dad if he wanted to finish the bowl. And at this point, my dad is exposed. I don't think he has the disease. And my dad said, "Sure, I'll I'll t I'll take your bowl, you know." And he ate the whole thing, of course, just like a, any six-year-old who's they're always starving. He ate it, and they had a great conversation. They go to bed. They wake up in the morning. And, uh, I mean, he wakes up in the morning and he turns around and he sees the elder gentleman still sleeping. And he goes and starts to wake him up and he doesn't wake up. So he calls the doctors. They come in and they check him out and he had died in the night, uh, during the night. Um, and he looks at the empty bowl that he had eaten. And it dawns on him. Maybe I have it too now. I mean, there was always a high probability I would get it, but now that I've eaten this bowl from this man who just died, I could die tonight. And I'm not trying to scare anybody, but I'm, 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 I'm gonna have a point. God protected him. He eventually was released. And he tells me this story and he says, reflecting back, seeing what happened to me, he said, God was really working behind the scenes. God protected me. And he, he noticed how God was a protector. God was watching over him. And that is what God is going to do for us. Is he going to protect us? He's going to work behind the scenes. And we're going to be okay. The passage of scripture I'm going to look at is Isaiah 41.10. And it's an excellent passage of scripture. It says, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I am with you. What great comfort. When we feel isolated, quarantined, we know that we're not alone, that God is with us. When we had the call that we were going to have to cancel services because of this, it really gutted me because I, I'm an extrovert. I'm a connector. I connect with people. That's what I thrive on. And when you take that away from me, it's, it's, it's pretty difficult. Um, you know, you're home as your kids drive you crazy. And as you drive each other crazy. This second part is don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. Why? Because I am your God. He's a personal God. He's your God. He's not President Trump's God. Of course, he's his God too. But he's your God. He's fighting for you. He cares for you. 
My dad didn't know who God was. He wasn't praying six hours a day and memorizing scriptures left and right. But God was protecting him. And that's what God does. He's a protector. I will strengthen you and help you. In this time, I'm going to lean on him and he's going to help me. Whatever that may be. And that's the challenging thing here as Americans is we're so self-sufficient. We, we can lean on so many different types of systems and insurances and jobs. And, and then when God takes all that away and, and he says, okay, now lean on me. Do you trust me when I take everything away? Will you turn to me and say, okay, God, I don't know what you want to do, but I put it in your hands. Great, great act of faith. I will hold you up with my victories in my right hand. I will hold you up and you will be victorious. You will persevere. And God is working behind the scenes. He's working behind the scenes. You don't see it. It doesn't make any sense. But God is working behind the scenes. And when you have fear in your life, when you're worried about your finances, when you're worried about your health and you're concerned, am I going to get this? Am I going to make it through the night? Have comfort that the healer and the provider is there with you. Whether that healing is in this life or the next. He will work with you. He is your God. He's on your side. And here it is. Everything's been canceled. No sports, no gambling, nothing. All people can do is stay home and reflect on their life and their God that they've been running from. God's saying, I'm going to go put everything on a pause. You took a Sabbath last year. I'm going to go ahead and take a real Sabbath. I'm going to stop everything. That's the thing. We don't want to stop. We don't want to reflect. We don't want to think about our lives. And God says, no, I want you to slow down. And I want you to reflect on me. I am working behind the scenes. I am your God. Your God. Just like... That six-year-old boy with the empty bowl, afraid he wasn't going to make it through the night, God protected him. And soon you'll have your own stories. When this all blows over, do you remember that miracle when we had that crazy, crazy quarantine? Oh, do you remember when God did this? See, we all want stories like that. We all want to have this amazing testimony, but no one ever wants to go through it. Yes, we want to heal people from dying and we want to bring the dead back to life, but nobody wants to die so they can be brought back to life. I believe God is working behind the scenes. He's working. I, um, I got a call yesterday from my, my wife. Um, she, the car stopped working. So great time, right? She's in the Acme and 
she calls me and of course she's like in a stop sign with like a busy intersection. You know, my pregnant wife and two kids. So of course I'm rushing over to, you know, to take care of them. They hop in the car, they leave, I call for a tow truck. And uh, <laughs> my phone is almost dead and I have to keep it on because I'm waiting for the tow truck. And there's nothing in the car except this old raggedy Bible. <sighs> like God saying, you know what? I want you to spend a little time with me. You're distracted. <laughs> I did. <clears throat> Open that Bible up. And I came to a passage of scripture and it said, the steps of the Lord, I'm sorry, the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. <laughs> You're exactly where I wanted you to be. You thought this was a crisis. I'm seeing this as where I want you to be. And that's how God works. And he did. He, he showed up in that car as... People are cussing and driving around the car. God shows up and he says, you're exactly where I want you to be. Do we believe that? Do we believe he is working behind the scenes? Let's pray. Jesus, Lord, we love you. God, we trust you. You are a mighty God. You're an everlasting Father, Jesus. You take care of your people. You're our God, Jesus. You're my God. And you are with me, Jesus. You walk with me. You watch over me. And I trust you, Lord. Even though I don't understand everything, even though there's so many unknowns, I know, God, you're going to work things out. You're going to make things better. God, I trust in you, Jesus. Help us tonight. Help us this week. Help us to stay connected, Lord. Let us not disconnect. Let us not go to our own world, Jesus, but let us take this opportunity to really connect with one another, Jesus. Let us connect with one another. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to connecting with you all in future videos.